People time, mother baba. Just call me brother. Your pussy is sick. I gotta heal it. Oral me, oral. I mean, what's hotter than a preacher's daughter? She like squeezes balls with her knees a little bit. I don't even know. Bra and panties stuffed into your mouth. Power of Christ! Oh! Kick him in the groin. Good corn dogs. Hobbita hobbita. Hebita hobbita. Thank you. You'll get bigger tits. What do you want? Because you, you got some aggressively gay demons. Just really, really gay. I hate Oral. Wait, hold on. Let me rephrase that. I don't like the man named Oral. Paid for by dying people hoping for a miracle. Hey, dabblers. Welcome to people time. Uh, 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 Are you okay? I'm corona. You alright? corona in the house. Yeah, me too. So this is going to be an interesting episode because we are not next to each other like we normally are sitting across from each other. Well, I mean, I have built like kind of a mannequin and like put a wig on it and your clothes that I stole from you a long time ago. It's got your underwear and everything. But uh, so, I mean, I can still kind of feel your presence here, but it's just not the same. Is that where my uh, Hooters shirt went? Yeah, I figured that kind of encapsulated you very well, so that way I could just, you know, feel you yeah. while you're here. No, I um, agree. That was my favorite shirt or whatever. So when we're no longer quarantined, uh, if you come over, I'll let you see it, but just don't mind any of the crusty white stuff around the, the groins areas. Sure. The mouth. Yeah, toothpaste or whatever you use to lubricate the, the mannequin. Yeah, that's what it is. It's toothpaste. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's what I do with all so, my yeah. mannequins. With all your mannequins? Yeah, I lube them up with you lube them up. toothpaste. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. yeah, that's what it is. It's definitely toothpaste. It's the right way to do it. Not something else. I mean, if you're lubing your mannequin with something else, then you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. And, uh, and it hides the cum. <laughs> yeah, really well. When people ask. Not that yours them. is. No, no, that, it really is toothpaste, though, on yours. Hey, it's your mannequin with my fucking oh. shirt. <laughs> yeah. What it's a, a soft shirt, too. It's nice. What a funny to shirt. To cuddle with. Because it's hooters like the owl, but it's also, you know, female breasts. <laughs> Titties, yeah. Yeah, the, <laughs> the comedy geniuses in the company. Yeah. For them. Yeah. I've well, never, yeah, so I've we're quarantined. A, yeah, we are quarantined. Oh. Yeah, we're quarantined. you never eaten at Hooters? No. Me either. I just thought about that. Yeah, I don't feel the need. Maybe, you know, order food now that we're all locked up and support your local Hooters and DoorDash <laughs> that shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You gotta help them out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We are recording in a really unideal way, um, so we, I, you know, however the audio ends up, sorry. Yeah, hopefully it's not too bad um, for our listeners. We we try to make it so it's you know as clean as possible, but normally we have a huge setup with our mics and everything. In this case, we are recording separately over the phone, and uh, yeah. Well, nonetheless, what is your name? Oh, my name is George Owell. George Owell? Mm-hmm. Like the author or George? But it's George Owell. Owell. Oh, because it feels like we all were fighting 1984, and now it's just like, oh, well. 
No. George that Hub? makes sense, yeah. Oh, oh well. Here we are. Oh well. We live in a police state huh. and a surveillance state. The virus is keep us inside to eat Hooters wings alone. Oh well. Yeah. That's where oh, I'm well. at. Who are you? Uh, me? Oh, I am. I'm Miss Flirty Sweet Tea. Miss Footy? Miss Flirty. Miss Flirty Sweet Tea. Oh. I, I drink iced tea and I sit on my porch and I yeah. rub my titties for you. Ooh, pour the tea on them. The bad news is, is, even though I flirt with everyone, I really only have a thing for my brother. Oh. I could wear his clothes. That'll work. Yeah. <laughs> You're doing it for me, Miss Sweetie. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> any, any Southern Belle can ring my doorbell, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> That's how all Southern Bells sound to me. They all sound like that. Like they're fanning themselves and thinking about their brother. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. It's beautiful down there. Well, George, um, I do have a fun fact for the day. What? What? It's pretty, it's kind of a short one, but I thought it'd be kind of interesting. So, I didn't know how old the oldest person has ever, like, lived. Methuselah. Like, what's the longest? What, who? Methuselah. He's from the... Who's that? He's from the Bible. It's fake. Oh. Well, this is one that's actually documented, you know, authenticated, I should say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, so the old, <laughs> yeah, right. Well, I mean, anyone can write anything in a book and be like, that person lived that long. <laughs> but in this case, the oldest person that we have documented in recent history is a French woman named Jean-Louise Calment. I don't know how to say her name. But she lived to be 122 years old. Fuck. And she pretty recently died. She died in 1997. So she was born in 1870-something? Yeah, isn't that weird to think about? I mean, that, 122 years. I mean, I yeah. think, like, man, if I make it to 70, start, you know, pulling plugs and stuff. If Hell anything yeah. keeping me alive. But, yeah, 122 years old. I don't even know what that looks like. Mm-mm. I mean, she was already kind of technically old in, like, the 1940s. Yeah. What the hell? What did she? What's the secret? She must have. I don't even know. It's French. It's cigarettes. Cigarettes. That's what it is. So she's seen a lot of the history that we've talked about. She's known about all the people that we, the different wars. You know, both major wars. It's crazy. Yeah, man. I mean, she lived through all the significant things that. Yeah, we all think. Yeah, those. We all think those people are already dead. Yeah. Weird, huh? That's yeah, weird. I thought that'd be a little fun fact in history. Someone that's look seen up. a lot of it. I want to see what what is she, what is she doing? Pilates, uh, <laughs> like uh, self actualizing shit. Yeah, I don't even know. Ooh, I guess lots I of vitamins. Probably she's taking. She's been taking women's one a day since like nineteen twelve. Yeah. That's what it takes. Because I take men's one of the... You have to start early. Yeah, you do get to start. Start with Flintstones, vitamins. That's what she was doing. Probably. I, probably. 
Hmm. Though they are, they are delicious. They have <laughs> iron in them. It's like iron. So apparently, you can't just eat a bunch of them like they're candy, because you'll have too much iron in your body and you have to go to the hospital. That's not great. That it, that so didn't happen to me, so I'm not an idiot. Happened my uh, siblings though. <laughs> oh, that actually did happen to one of your siblings. Yeah. Yeah, like my my brother had to get his stomach pumped because he ate too many Flintstone vitamins. Oh, that poor kid. I mean, they do taste good, and your favorite little Stone Age characters are there. You're going to want to eat that shit. Yeah. Terrible. They look like candy. Terrible. You know, what are those cough drops that don't work? They're delicious. Ludens. Which one? Ludens cough drops. I don't think I've had it. So they're, like, really cheap cough drops that only come in like grape and cherry but they taste like candy and when i was a Mm. kid a friend and i thought it's medicine you can have as much as you want so we ate like a whole bag and then (laughs) that that night we just had like crazy headaches and nausea so that was fun oh nice i didn't have a cough though yeah, hell no. I would hope not, because that would not mean much for their... Yeah. Right. I ate a whole bag, and I'm still coughing. Your product doesn't work. Fuck you. I almost died. Well, welcome to People Time. We talk about people in history, and and then we bullshit a lot. And... Yeah, wait, who are we learning about today? Oral Roberts. Um... Oral Roberts? Yep. Like, oral sex in the mouth, Bob. And that's what his parents decided to go with, huh? I don't even know why. I couldn't figure out where that came from. It's not like a family name. Oral Bob's. <laughs> oral Bob. Can you still use Bob for the last name when it's Robert? You know, Roberts, Bob's? I'm gonna. Oral yeah. Bob's. Because it does Bob. You know what I'm saying? Like a because mm-hmm. Bob, Bob can also mean to go up and down. Right, right. It's when they're trying to like lift their head up and you keep shoving it back down. No, not done yet. Yeah, because they don't want to be there. Because they're, you know, because <laughs> sometimes... It doesn't matter. Your parents named you Oral. You have to Sorry. be here. You work at Hooters. What else am I supposed to expect from you? This is not my fault. <laughs> you shouldn't have worn that shirt. <laughs> it's like yeah, an advertisement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This all came around really nicely. I like that. This is good. Well, yeah, I don't I don't know where Oral comes from, like the name. In fact, his name isn't Oral, it's Granville. He his middle name is Oral and he just went by that. He went by the he went, he had a different option and he huh. Yeah, his name is Granville Oral Roberts. What is wrong with his parents? I mean, I you know, at the same time, we give shit for people naming their kids after themselves, so I guess this is a step in the right direction, but Gransville Oral Roberts. What a weird, what a weird family. Yeah, um, I'm sure you can guess they're somewhat southern, more midwestern, but I don't know. Well, what is Oral known for, and what time frame are we talking about here? So, Oral is... Probably the most famous and influential Pentecostal minister. Uh, televangelist. What is a Pentecostal? Oh. Yeah. I, I th- so the reason that I'm doing him is that we talk a lot of shit on religious people. 
and he yeah. is a big proponent of televangelism and seed faith. Um, what is seed faith? Oh, you're going to love it. We're going to talk so much shit today. All right. Um, I love talking shit. Right? Especially on the religious. Because they, they really believe it with their whole hearts, and they're also stupid and broke. Yeah. They gave I mean, I, it's hard for me to watch those where, like, the te- televangelist is up on stage and he's like shouting and he points at like a person and they like fall over really bad oh, like yeah. they've never fallen over before in their <gasps> life they're like i don't know how to fall over and make it look real mm-hmm. and then he points over at the choir and the whole choir falls and then he waves his arms to the crowd and everyone in the crowd falls over and you're like you guys are children you're you're, you're kids yeah like you know you're like adult Plain. people I mean, I used to do the same thing when I was eight. I'd pretend I had telekinesis, or I'd pretend I had powers, and I'd Ugh. use the force, whatever. I spent... But, I mean, I also... Yeah, I, I spent years of my young life, like, wishing I had telekinesis and telling myself it's possible if I focus hard enough. And I used to just stare at something really hard. Me too. Oh, Me too. I just I would need it. just hope one day it was going to happen. Why wouldn't it? I've seen movies yeah. it happens. But the part that always also like came to my mind with with these people who are, you know, pointing at people and they feel the power of God and they fall over. How is this helpful in the religious sense? Like <laughs> Yeah, God made you fall over. Why would he do that? Why does this matter? Why if you feel something and then you fall over really bad in this clumsy, silly looking way, how is this like beneficial in any way? Like, that's not a miracle. It's not like, oh, hey, I, I cured this blind guy or whatever. It's just like, yeah, the guy pointed at me, and I had no choice. I fell over. Couldn't help it. Not even though you're lying, but... Yeah. Yeah. I I have no... I, faith is a st- stupid animal in people's minds. And I think... Yeah. Yeah, I think have you, you've expressed, expressed it. Anyone who's not Pentecostal will feel that way. They'll be like, this is, this is absurd and silly. Yeah. But, so sorry if we have any dabblers that listen and and are um, religious in faith. Yeah. You know, in all honesty, it comes down to is that it's not that I don't want you to be religious. I just think you're a moron. <laughs> no wait, that came out wrong. Uh, Did it come out yeah, wrong? Believe I've... believe what you want, and that's fine. I don't have any I don't have any problem with someone believing in any kind of religion or God. I just think it's a little silly. It's it's just silly to me. That's all. Sorry. It is. Yeah. I mean. If this is the first time you're listening to us, then you may not understand the tone, but this is like a a, a theme for us. It kind of is, yeah. Especially for religious people, but anybody. We talk shit on everybody. We do. Um, But the reason that I wanted to bring it up is that, and I didn't know this, Pentecostalism is apparently the second largest Christian religion on earth behind Catholics. It is? Yeah. I mean, there's, I don't know, a handful of million in America, but then a large portion of Latin America is, is Pentecostal, and there's a huge group of them in uh, Europe. I would have never guessed. Like, Muslim and Christianity, definitely I would have put at the top. But I would not have guessed it was super close behind, so that's pretty odd. It is weird. 
Yeah, I thought it was kind of an obscure religion than that a lot of people knew about because it's weird. Like, it's it's the... When you see those people who speak in tongues, that's Pentecostal. Yeah. Oh, my God. Isn't it super convenient, too? You can just mumble whatever you want and be like, that's the power of God, and no one can check it because it's nonsense. I will heal you with my faith, and I will touch your genitals. <laughs> yeah. Get well, hard a of... for me. <laughs> a lot of them have been caught, too. There's been a couple that, like, they set up scenarios where they could try to predict certain things. Like, the person on stage would be like, is there a Betty white in the house and betty white would be like i am how did you know little did she not think about that like 10 minutes before she entered the building they had everybody write names down and say what their problem was and she's like well you must be betty white and you have a hip problem she's like oh my god you know how is this possible and he's got like a earpiece in his ear just feeding him all the information while he's on stage and then they get and caught then, and it's funny <laughs> and then he heals quote unquote her bad hip yeah so that way she never goes to the doctor and gets it fixed like she probably should. Right. <laughs> well, so what about, oh, when God, was George terrible. born? Or Oral, sorry. You're George. George, when was Oral born? Uh, no problem. I forgot your name already. Me too. <laughs> All right. Um, nameless host. I'm um, Sweet Tea. Oh, that, oh yeah, sexy... Southern flirty Bell. sweet tea. Mm -hmm. Hey, flirty. Um, you know, George wants to. What, you know, what's George got to do to get in there? Um, I, I already told you, you got to wear my brother's clothes. Right. Oh well, let's let's fake incest. You're so, my brother. You're my brother. <laughs> to say it over and over again. <laughs> we can make it like a religious thing call each other brother and sister mm. so oral or granville oral roberts was born january 24th of 1918 and he was the youngest of five to a reverend slash farmer his name is ellis and his mom is claudia and claudia is actually half or maybe a quarter cherokee I only hmm. bring that up because Oral brought it up a lot. He wanted you to did know he? that he was Cherokee. Why did he want that so bad? Just thought it was interesting and fun? The cred, I guess. It's, yeah. I think it's like how... Uh, what's her name that was running for president kept saying that she had some native blood. I think it makes him feel legit. Right. It doesn't. It means I mean, nothing. Um, so... Yeah, he's part Cherokee, and he was born in a log cabin in Ada, Oklahoma. Sweet home, Oklahoma. Yeah, who doesn't want to be from Oklahoma? Yeah. I don't... I literally know nothing about Oklahoma, except the Oklahoma City Thunder is a decent basketball team. Hmm, I don't know much either, other than it... I remember it's spelled kind of funny, at least not the way I would think the first try. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Go, Russell, Westbrook, and I know that they also call people from there Okies. Okies? Hmm. Maybe that's racist. Nah, fuck them. I don't know. 
Well, so you have a reverend for a father who's also a farmer, stay-at-home mom, in Oklahoma in 1918. So if you can hit, put your head there, they are dirt fucking poor, like dust bowl poor. There was, like, you know, the dust bowl um, affected Oklahoma where he lived around this time pretty heavily. So his dad being a farmer meant money was, no, we don't have any of that. So the Dust Bowl, I don't know that much about it other than, isn't it basically just bad cropping? Like, no no rains, just really dry? I don't know the whole, yeah, scientific, scientific setup of it, but I know there was, like, a, a drought for several years, and then people not swapping their crops, yeah. so that a lot of fields, like, uh, ran out of vitamins. And then some other freakish thing, I think, like El Nino or El Nina blew some air in and all that dust just swirled up and there were literal like huge dust storms and nobody could grow anything and they were all broke and sad oh this sounds like a great start yeah nice a lot of fun so uh his dad being a pentecostal reverend and minister that's that's what they did they were poor and everything sucks so jesus habada hubada hubada yeah that's what kept him afloat. Um, to give you an idea, because Pentecost is such a fucking hard word for Yeah, me I don't to even say. want to try saying it. Pen, Pentecostalism is very important to the story. So, just to give you an idea, they started around the late 1800s. Um, a few different people are attributed to it. They're not, they're not totally sure. But it's based on a part of the Bible where... I guess it was after Jesus dies, his 11 remaining dudes are celebrating a Jewish holiday called the Pentecost, and Jesus shows up and gives them the Holy Spirit, and they start speaking in tongues. Because that's important uh, for them for some reason. Yep. Yep. Because if, if, if your God died and then came back the way to prove how important that whole situation is you want to speak gibberish or a secret language <laughs> we just can't translate yeah. it and every every word rhymes for some reason cuz they go yeah <laughs> i like to think of it as real that when they speak in tongues they're actually speaking angel language and it's funny to think the angels like that. Like, <laughs> and everyone's like, People time, like, it's funny because I like to think of it as. I like to think that they're all speaking in tongues, but it's not the same language, so none of them can understand each other, even though that was the proof. So one's like, the other one's trying to say, like, holy shit, are you seeing this? Like, Everyone's talking differently. No one's just be like, I have no idea what that guy is saying. He's talking at me. Oh, shit. Am I supposed to... What? This, I think I need to kill myself. This is weird. <laughs> it sounds vaguely like, like our religion, but I can't. I can't translate it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but, but Pentecostalism, it's not just about speaking in tongues. That was just like a big part of... Uh, I guess just how it's seen and how they define themselves. But... It also, I mean, other than speaking in tongues, they also, other than 
speaking in tongues, they also do like what you were saying before, where people just shake, um, just kind of lose their minds and like fall on the ground and shake and dance uncontrollably. Yeah, it, um, you know, it kind of always reminds me of. Remember when we were doing the episode on, a, um, oh the, oh shit, I can't think of his name, the Black Monk, the Dark Monk, the Oh Rasputin. Yeah, Russian sex, Rasputin. sex machine. Yeah, and Rasputin was rumored to be part of a religion that they would spin around and make themselves dizzy, so they were, like, drunk mm-hmm. on being dizzy, and then they would, yeah, ramble a bunch of shit and whip themselves and have parties and be weird. I don't know. <laughs> I don't even fucking know. <laughs> I, think, I think that, like, religion is, is going to diminish over time by nature just because, you know... My wife is watching that HBO show Tudors about Henry VIII. Um, right. Which, spoiler, is a future people time topic. I'm actually working on it. But, Woo! Um, you know, whenever they kill people on that show, the whole city lines up to watch it because they got nothing to fucking God else watch. Yeah. You know? And I think the same thing if you're in butt fuck Oklahoma in the Dust Bowl. You want to go to a place and shake and get bananas because you got nothing else going on. And you want to go where everybody knows your name. Your religion. Yeah. And it's, you know, I go to sports games and lose my mind. Or we go to, like, uh, music shows and lose our mind. I just don't need religion. Or at least I don't need to shake on the floor and say Jesus over and over again. Right. I don't. I don't need it. I don't need to watch a guy get disemboweled. Never have. If there was nothing else, if there was nothing else going on, I'd probably go. <laughs> because like that'd be, that'd be weird. Even if it wasn't even necessarily to be like I'm into this, it'd be like I'm into watching these other idiots. This is fun. Yeah, people watching, watching someone get disemboweled. <laughs> yeah, that's like a weird Seinfeld episode. <laughs> well. Pentecostalism is also falls under another Christian category called evangelism. And evangelism evangelism is a type of Christianity that you could really think about as the opposite of Protestantism. Not opposite, but the the two well you have Catholicism, their evangelism, enemies. Protestantism. Yeah, they, they did fight a bunch. Nice. Like it people do um but just for context you know mormons are technically protestants oh really pentecostals are technically evangelists hmm. yeah interesting um Pro- protestantism just means that you like for one most most protestants don't think that their religion is the exclusive only religion i mean mormons do but not all of them do and then they also see the bible as interpretive the evangelists uh believe that the bible is perfect like literal untouchably literal yeah they call it inerrant it has no errors it's completely perfect. which is funny because there's uh, like a lot of contradictions so okay constant yeah uh huh. they don't know shit so was oral's father like already kind of doing the whole speak in tongues thing or is this even new for him he was doing it but it was it was a new movement he was an evangelist who picked up on pentecostalism gotcha 
Following in and, Daddy's uh, footsteps. Yeah. Dad speaks in tongues, and I speak in tongues. Sometimes he speaks in tongues with Mom when they're in the other room wrestling. And uh, I'll never forget <laughs> that. But um, evangelism also has a big thing about uh, proselytizing. You can't be a good uh, evangelist unless you're selling your religion because that's how Jesus saves. In fact, those those obnoxious fucking people always ask, like, have you heard the good news? That's an evangelist term. Oh. Have you heard the good news? Yeah. The good news is... Apparently it's news uh, oh. that Jesus saves. Is it? There you go. According to them. I hate those people. But you envy them? No, I hate them. Oh. <laughs> have you heard the good news? I was going to... Shut up. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, I heard it. Not interested. <laughs> Thanks. Um, but yeah, there, there's like th- several hundred million Pentecostals in the world. I did not know that. It's huge. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Um, for Oral, um, yeah, his his early life is about as probably boring and, and depressing as you imagine. Poor, undereducated, uh, super religious. He at the age of 17, developed a very aggressive tuberculosis. And then, also prior to this, he as he's been growing up, he has a stutter. He stutters. This is shaping up That's to be it. so good. I can already people. picture this as him being an adult. <laughs> oh, this is going to be good. Okay, go on. Yeah, I think you can feel how this <sighs> asshole's going to do that. what he does. Um, yeah, it's at 17... He was sick with tuberculosis for several months. So sick that his family just picked him up with the mattress that he was sitting on and carried him to a faith, sorry, a, a, a faith healer. Yeah, cuz why why not why not to, go to the hospital? That's stupid. Let's go take him to somebody. Yeah. Yeah. I mean So they pick I, him up on his mattress, his crappy crummy mattress, and he's like Probably a piece <laughs> yeah. of shit. How old is he? Magic. Did you say? He's 17. He's 17 and he's just like, all right, let's go, 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 take me to Jesus. <laughs> re re read some scriptures. Sorry, I probably no, shouldn't make fun of people gonna, who have a stammer, but. Yeah. I was literally going to say that I don't want to make fun of people with stutter. Because it's like when I say that people have speech impediments, I'm a terrible person. But. <laughs> It just is what it is. Yeah, I mean, um, I don't obviously wish that on anybody, but it's fun to make fun of somebody who I already know I'm not going to like, so. <laughs> that too. Yeah, if you have a speech impediment, we don't have a problem with you because you're not probably a huge asshole. Oral goes in a different direction. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, 17, they take him to what's called a tent revival. Um, so, back then... There weren't churches everywhere like there is now. And if you go into secluded places in the Midwest and the South, you're going to find places where there's no churches at all because the population is so small and dirt poor and nobody gives a shit. So right. back then, they would have these huge tents uh, that they would set up in around these little small cities. And it's just pretty much church. Um you know, a reverend, a traveling reverend would come. He'd give you his uh, Jesus speech. And if it were Pentecostal, then they would 
proceed to shake and speak nonsense and heal. A lot of faith healing. Yeah. I'm blind, etc. And then they, you can see. And the whole crowd of mostly old ladies just loses their balls. <laughs> right. So, so that's where they went. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Oklahoma is a different kind of place. <laughs> um, so yeah, at 17, his family took him to one of these places to a faith healer. And the faith healer took his tuberculosis and stutter away. And he was cured. He was what? He was cured. Oh, he was cured. Yeah. Oh my. I, my uh, I know it. It is quite shocking. My pearls, my goodness. Yeah, pour some more tea on your tits. Okay. <laughs> it's cold, um, though. It's cold tea. It's iced tea. I, I know that. I I know that. I, I can see the effects on your anatomy. Oh. Oh, my. Just call me brother. <laughs> so um, he gets healed, and he believes he's healed, I take it. I mean, I can't speak to the truth of any of this. Um, having tuberculosis could be the lie. Maybe he had it and it was already healing. Or maybe faith healing works. But that's mm. his story. Um, right, right. And it, this, uh, of course, inspired him so much that he's like, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to faith heal. Um so, 17 years old, he's already got his, he's got his career planned. You know, I mean, at least he sticks to it. That's inspiring. Sure. I don't even know what I was thinking about when I was 17. I I wanted to be uh, John Davis from Corn. That didn't work out. Yeah. It's all, or... Oh, well. I even at that time would have accepted being Fred Durst, so I was a Ugh. sick kid. Yeah. It's a good thing that, you know, you're not 17 forever. Exactly. Oral just stayed that weird guy, that weird kid. Right. I think I knew that kid. I mean, in school. I I didn't realize he was a evangelist, but I, now I'm thinking he definitely had to have been, because I know that kid. You know the kid who claims to have been faith-healed? Oh, yeah, who would shake and do all yeah. sorts of weird stuff. and Yeah, he had a stammer, too. What do you know? But he's in an institution somewhere. Right. Uh, Oral is famous enough that I can tell you like a lot about him. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's just uh, it's just absurd. Um, I take it that they can have sex, right? They're not like other religious figures. Like, that not. Oh yeah, yeah. No, uh, ministers are fine. They're not like priests. They're not celibate. Right. So he, for several years, just started uh, faith-healing pussies all across Oklahoma. Your pussy is sick. I gotta heal it. And guess what? I got the juice right here to heal it. <laughs> I'm gonna anoint ya. <laughs> I, can, I can smell the demons. Give me a pussy to smell the demons. And then he starts <coughs> speaking in tongues, but it's really just him getting off. Just... <laughs> <laughs> he gets off every time doing that. How about a hobbity? How about a 
All right, you're healed. You're healed. I gotta go to sleep. Good night. Oh, over. I'm healed too. <laughs> I'm healed. God is great. Okay. Thank Jesus. Oh. Um. A- after he was quote unquote healed, he claimed that he audibly heard God. Uh, sure. God said, "Son, I have healed you, and you will now take my healing power to your generation, and then." build me a university oh, I've got so s- i mean he talked to me too but he didn't say anything cool like that i guess what did he say to you he just said like you know i think i could have some pizza today wait a second who said that and i realized it was just my own imagination uh, my own inner thoughts so it wasn't so it wasn't god no but he said like i am god it's really just me oh but thoughts are weird like that they can just do whatever they yeah. feel like yeah. I have one that comes in that just goes, eat corn dogs until you hate yourself. And generally I do. Yeah. I don't know if that's God or what that is. I don't know, but after um, six corn dogs, don't feel good. No. But then I have six more. <laughs> They're just so convenient. On a stick. It's right on the stick. Cornbread on the outside, fantastic. Mm, buttery. Um, God, I do love a fucking corn dog. <laughs> I have to stock up on those for the quarantine. Yeah. Um. Well, Oral went to some private Christian colleges, but he dropped out before graduating. Um, because he was he was becoming like, like that minister Pentecostal faith healer guy but it was kind of slow going and so he decided to just quit school and jump on the road and just do that be a traveling faith healer right and he did the same thing that the guy did earlier that healed him tent revivals and um he god he did that for a super long time he did that for like 10 years in oklahoma so wait he's like in his 20s yeah yeah, because um, in 1938, he married a preacher's daughter named Evelyn Fon... Evelyn... Evelyn... Fonstock. <laughs> Fonstock? Fonstock. <laughs> well, who are these people with their names? Just fucking Okies. Come fawn my stock, <laughs> big boy. Oral me, oral. I mean, what's hotter than a preacher's daughter and your name's Oral? Like, I can teach you some shit. Because the uh, the stigmas, right, is always the preacher's daughter that's always the craziest in town. She's always... But it is. She's always the loosest. Do you remember, like, the bishop's daughter? Yep, that's... Was always kind of the sk- skinkiest. Oh, yeah. She did all sorts of crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. To other people. Yeah. I don't know. I never, I never dated that. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I heard. I heard. You know, a guy I know. Yeah. Got it on, if you know what I'm Dude, saying. Dude, she did weird stuff. Like, she, like, squeezed his balls with her knees a little bit. I don't even know. Crazy. Yeah, she was doing... He was telling me that she did stuff that's not even sexy, but it was sexy because she did it. Oh, yeah. Like, like just bite your balls mm-hmm. while, like, hitting you in the back with a mixing spoon. She'd, like, wrap her hair like, around your dick and, like, tight, 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 tight. Like, too tight. <laughs> but then... Uncomfortably he, tight. You were like... It's the bishop's daughter. What am I? When I tell her no, God, but, look at her. Good. He's like, man, when I go tell everybody else about this, I mean, she's crazy. 
right? That's the whole point is you're like, I have to see this through so I can tell everybody about it. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever it is. <laughs> Whatever it is. Like, she stuffed her entire C-cup bra into my mouth. And I don't even know how. I don't have a big mouth. She just... She had experience, so she knew what she was doing. She figured it out. Honestly, the whole thing quite unpleasant, but I had to see what it was gonna, you know, how it was gonna end up. I had to go through it all. <laughs> I, had to f- I had to find out what happens. <laughs> <laughs> it's the the journey. That's what really matters in life, right? Not, you know, not the end. The journey of a bra and panties stuffed into your mouth. Um. I don't even know where the fuck I was. Oh, yeah, he marries Evelyn. And they eventually have four kids. Yeah, they come up in the story a little bit later. Okay. Uh, he... His tent revivals get very, 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 very popular. Um, along what's called the Sawdust Trail. Um, which I think should speak for itself about how podunk it is. But the they call them itinerant um, ministers, which just means traveling ministers. Um, they're in the Midwest and the South. They would travel and do these tent shows. And it was the same sort of traveling road that they took, so they call it the Sawdust Trail, because these tents often had sawdust floors. Huh. Okay. Weird. Well, very, so their show's very, just very more... Uh, hubbada jubbada and pointing and shaking him he gave very fiery sermons and he's actually a pretty charming guy and then he does faith healing right i couldn't find a clip of him speaking in tongues i bet he did early on but i don't i can't prove that okay i think he did um but he gets very very popular in fact, he starts uh, doing repeating shows in the same places. I call them shows. That's what that's what it is. This yeah. is entertainment. Yeah, I was say. Um, it's fun. Yeah, to the point where he gets a lot of media attention. Like the media um, are like, "Who's this fucking guy who's gathering all these crowds and faith healing and talking about fire and brimstone?" Um, so he gets some media attention. He's in the papers. Uh, there is a documented situation where he healed a crippled woman's hand because her hand was crippled from a mechanical accident huh. and he healed in she's like and then he healed did, a blind guy oh did he really claim that he said he says so <laughs> He fucking says a lot of things. Dude, me and you could go on the road and go be faith healers, and then you'll, you know, we'll just take turns. You get to be the blind guy, I heal you, then the next town, I'll be the blind guy, you heal me, and we'll make a bunch of money. Pretty much, yeah, I think it's like Penn and Teller. You know how they often always say to make sure that this is a trick. If they didn't feel like being moral, they could do that. We could probably do that. That's what I do like about them is they go way out of their way to say, like, this is magic tricks, like entertainment sleight of hand like yeah it's entertainment yeah and they're very against anyone who's saying like that they can actually talk to the other side and claim that that's how their magic works when they're doing their magic tricks entertainment whatever yeah and that's you know responsible uh, (laughs) right 
that's entirely what it is. Yeah, because if you say that you're actually healing people, you are de-incentivizing them to go to the hospital. Or if they right. if they give you money, uh, that money is not going to actual like hospitals and shit. It's not helping anybody. It's not even helping you. No. I mean, unless you're oral, you know, and your tuberculosis gets all jesus down. I guess, you. if you ever had it. And that's where I fall on this, is like, the placebo effect works, but to sure. what, how, how aggressively can it work? Can it fucking heal tuberculosis? Or did he just make that whole thing up? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Or is faith healing real? We haven't considered that. Oh, um, I'm just gonna pass. I don't think so. You're gonna pass. On I don't that. think hosp- I don't think hospitals would exist if faith healing worked. Because faith healing, or for that matter, you know, anyone religious that is trying to use the power of God to help others with actual physical problems, yeah, that's been done since the dawn of man. So. Mm-hmm. If that actually worked, I don't think we would have hospitals. We'd have churches, and everybody would go there, and you would feel fine afterwards every time. We'd all, we'd all always be super healthy. Yeah, but that's not the case, and we do well, have hospitals. <laughs> what I don't like about your argument is that it's no fun. <laughs> I'm sorry, you're right. It's not entertaining. It's not entertaining, and it combats with what I want. So I'm just going to say... Yeah, he he healed that blind guy. <laughs> okay, fair I'm enough. Go with that. Um, I have a let me see. Yeah, I have a little clip I can pay, play for you, just to give you an idea of. <clears throat> I mean, it might be easier if you just look it up, you or Dabblers, because his his charm comes through. Uh, you can YouTube a lot of his faith healing things. Oh, fun! But. But to give you an idea of why people believed him, he's very charming, uh, he's very personable, and, I don't know, he's got... He's got charisma. He's got, that, he's got a lot of charisma, a lot of moxie, and it's... what I find it creepy, because I don't like religious types, um, but they have that tone of voice that's specifically calm, authoritative. Um, I fucking hate those guys. They sound super self-important, but that's what he does. Right. So here's here's Oral curing a young woman of some bullshit. I don't even know. <laughs> uh, uh, who are you? Can you hear it? Mrs. Yeah. Sini? Yes, sir. Mrs. Sini? This is Patty? Yes, sir. The card says she was in a car wreck eight weeks ago. She cannot remember the past. Uh, deterioration of the jawbone... That dislocates when the mouth opens. Is that correct? She has a drawing. Has a drawing. Oh, Mrs. Sini has nothing that you have done uh, restored her? Evidently not. Yes, sir. We've had her to psychiatrists, and uh, the last thing now is we're going to come to her for an institution unless unless God heals her. Psychiatrist, my ass. (laughs) We've never prayed for anyone who needs help. This is it. Now let's pray and believe God, pastors. Brother Luis, touch me as a point of contact. Audience, touch the chair as a point of contact in front of you. Father, in the name of Christ, restore and heal Paddy Sini. Heal! Ugh. He's 
squeezes her face. <laughs> He's squeezing her face. May it never return. May she be free forever in the name of Christ. Amen. Patty, something good happened to you then? Yes. Yes. How do you feel, Patty? I feel great. You feel great? Do you believe God? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Has restored you? Yes, sir. How old are you? Sixteen. What's your mother's name? Feeney. Where were you born? Jackson, Mississippi. What's your father's name? Eugene Feeney. What school are you going to? I don't know. Yeah, so it was cutting out too much on my end, I think, but uh, I imagine your mic at least picked up, so it'll come up on the episode. But yeah. Yeah. I I wanted you to hear it to get your reaction. It's it's what you think it is. Um, But he, because she was in a car accident and she hurt her jaw, and then she also couldn't remember things, was her diagnosis. So he put his hands on her face and said, Heal! And just shook her fucking face. <laughs> and then asked her, what's your mom's name? What high school did you go to? And she correctly answers it. And the whole crowd goes bonkers. The funny thing is, is because now this intense moment of some man grabbing your face and like shouting questions <laughs> at you, even if you weren't saying the right answer, just because you're scared and you just start shouting out answers, everybody else thinks like, oh, she's healed. See, she's remembering stuff. And really, she's just like, oh, I don't know, Barbara. I went to... to <laughs> I went to Utah High School, and everyone's like, Whoa. "My face hurts." <laughs> She's like, that's what I. That's what I know. I was like expecting him to grab the place where I was like, "This hurts." This area, and he grabbed onto it, and shook it. Yeah, I just told you my jaw hurts, and then he punched <laughs> me in the jaw. Heal. <laughs> 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 that's how we should heal people. We shouldn't just like, yeah, we should punch people or kick them. <laughs> Power of Christ! Oh, <laughs> kick him in the groin. You don't feel your jaw anymore, do you? dickhead you feel your balls that's jesus that's jesus's love wrapping around your balls it hurts yeah it hurts because you're a sinner <laughs> amen amen hallelujah um well he claims this is part of his whole philosophy which is awesome he says that all ailments uh, mental and physical are caused by demons. There, huh. There's a sermon you can listen to of him that I listened to the whole thing twice because it is captivating. Not to say that I believe in any of this. I just love weirdness. And he spends, yeah. about, an, he spends about an hour and a half talking about the schematics of why Jesus is the only cosmic being who can stop Satan and how there's demons of different things like demons have different personalities you have demons who are sadomasochists and if they get inside the body of a person they turn them into a serial killer and then you have demons that are just gluttonous and they just make you eat corn dogs all day and so so take that responsibility out of people entirely exactly Yeah. yeah so nobody is anything but perfect you just have too many demons in your body you know you have one that makes you lazy and one that makes you like ice cream and one that makes you a pedophile and that's not your fault let oral put his calming hands upon you shake you and heal i need Um, i need need him to heal me because 
I've got one of those demons, and it's the one that doubts that any of this is real. And he's a, he's, oh, a, that, he's a bastard of a demon, man. Uh, yeah, that's a tough one, because it will convince you that it's not him, but it's you. Yeah. So then when Oral puts his hand upon you, you go, this is stupid. This and is bullshit. It's like, it is. Yeah. So Oral smacks you. Hell! um it's a lot of fun i think faith healing just being like i heal you haha tada is is fine but his whole angle of like no it's steve's fucking demons is awesome which means that that little girl who hurt her jaw and lost her memory in a car accident is because there was demons crawled into her for the accident yeah when she got in the car accident the demon was in the other car and it got thrusted from that car into her oh. car so hard that it went through all the stuff into her body and she's like, "Ow, my jaw! I got a demon in me. I need to get this." Oh, I got that jaw demon. <laughs> yeah. Damn it. <laughs> it's the worst because you know I, my jaw hurts. It sucks. Yeah. Well, it's funny it that we're hurt before we're doing this topic because recently I was online and I was being a sarcastic asshole, but somebody weird put up that they still do um exorcists like exercising right demons out oh yeah and yeah. so somebody put on reddit like the ask me anything page of i exercise demons out of you know people <laughs> ask me anything and i put mm-hmm. do you feel weird at all that you're not sending these people to the hospital instead of you know said you're doing this kind of baloney and they responded back and they're like i think it's real mm-hmm, i'm sure you do mm-hmm. okay I'm but, sure you do. So yeah, people still exercise um, demons out. Yeah, um, I watch uh, that YouTube show BuzzFeed Unsolved, and one of the guys is uh, super into the whole thing. He totally believes in demons, so he often gets counsel from a Vatican-certified exorcist, and he Which is... claims to have done like a two hundred exorcisms. And it's pretty crazy because I think. At least for the Catholics, they try or they avoid trying to do exorcisms now. It's yeah, because like, they get in fucking trouble. Yeah, the, the person dies usually, and it's like malnutrition. You should have taken them to the hospital. What were you fucking doing? They're like, well, how do you get the demons out? It was oh, making man. her malnutrition. Mal- malnutrition. That that one that's pretty famous. That I think a lot of the um, possession mm-hmm. tropes are based on that Annabelle girl from the from germany right yep oh i fucking love that because the clips of her talking is so awesome yeah because religious people are like that's clearly the voice of a demon and i just hear a very sick girl saying you're like get her to a hospital hurry what are you doing no 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 jesus let's keep her here in a room She's fine. We just need to get God. this demon out. Can you imagine? I mean, probably epilepsy, probably some kind of schizophrenia, and all they do is tie her to the bed, and they're like, is she speaking Latin? <laughs> yeah. No. I would be so mad. S- speaking in tongues. If I was in a family that was like, yeah, no, we're not taking you to the hospital. But don't worry, though. We got a good priest on his way. I'd be like, are you fucking gonna, kidding me? We're going to pray. We're going to pray super hard. You got in that car accident and your spleen fell out? But don't worry. A priest is on his way. We're taking you home. 
What? No, take me well, to the hospital. You took it. No, you got. No, de- no. You got that the car accident. Hospitals are full of demons. <laughs> well, <laughs> demons and sickness. Yeah. They got, they got demons in the bed and demons in the TV and in the nurse. I'm gonna heal you. <laughs> well, um, yeah. Uh, Oral actually, in one of the clips I find or I found, he did. Uh, exercise the demon of corn dogs out of somebody because I'm pretty sure it's in me now. <laughs> um, I can still hear him like deep behind my spine. More like, corn dogs. You eat corn dogs. Like, can I put mustard on it? No. <laughs> so it's too bad Oral's dead. I'm just going to live with that. Yeah. But his popularity through this type of charming and of convincing healing tactics he's now filling up stadiums and circus tent sized uh tent revival i like that it's circus tents that's Um, good it's funny it is fitting (laughs) the clown in the middle of the tent doing his show yeah oh juggle for us pastor yeah i don't think that irony uh I don't think Oral got that. Yeah. I don't think he's all that subtle of a thinker. (laughs) Um, But because he's getting more and more popular, he is actually getting more and more media criticism. Luckily, uh, his type of religion is, as we've expressed, completely bananas. And most of the world agreed. They were like, what the fuck is this? And they would criticize him for faith healing course because it's irresponsible um and then of course there was all the uh shaking and rolling around and speaking in tongues yeah this reminds me of another uh, religion that's i don't think any longer i don't think it's around anymore i think it was in like the 80s maybe the 90s where the yeah. uh pasture or whatever what you'd call them uh believed that you would have to like play with snakes like rattlesnakes Oh, snake handlers? But, like, it was, like, based all around their religion and stuff. And, like, you had the power of God so they mm-hmm. wouldn't bite you. And so you could, like, run around the room with them and all that shit. You know, ends up the the guy who started it got bit by a snake and was hospitalized because he was, he had, <laughs> yeah, snake venom bite. And so uh, he stopped hey, doing the religion. <laughs> it sounds like up to that point, he was pretty faithful. I think he was actually buying what he was selling yeah. until it the snake you you what the fuck i've been feeding you the best mice for this grift (laughs) yeah whoops yeah i think that's one of the reasons why oral is so successful he's not selling anything that well he gets public criticism but nothing is really too bad um just to give you an example of glossolalia which is what the technical term for speaking in gibberish or speaking in tongues is. Oh. Um, because I can't find a clip of, of Oral doing it. But here is a small clip of a, <clears throat> a somewhat recent uh, Pentecostal gathering, okay. I guess. it's Imagine a room full of the whitest white people you can think of. 
and then where you're 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 where you My need to family be. reunion. Okay, got it. Right. It is time. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, for the time has come to ha say cool and ha say bo and I'm basitu and ali mureke and o tula majide so that goes on longer than it needs to. So she sings. She just keeps in going. Tongues. Yeah. And she, I don't know this bitch's name, but she actually gives entire sermons in tongues. So she's just up there. How is that helpful to anybody? So there, everyone well, just sitting there, be like, okay. Hmm. Yeah, the crowd is into it. <laughs> oh my god. Because that's that's one of the other things that that I read was a big selling point for Pentecostalism is that you're not just sitting there while a person delivers a, a story or whatever to you. You're taking part of it. You're dancing. They're dancing. You're speaking in tongues. They're speaking it's in tongues. Funny because you got to really have the right set of crowd, right? Like if you just showed up Idiots. and there was a crowd yeah. for something else, and you just walked out there and started doing that, everybody's like, "What the fuck is going on? Why is this happening right now?" But you oh, get a dude. bunch of fools who are, are willing to part with their money. Sweet. And that's what I'll tell you. I, I want to go to one of these fucking things. This sounds like a great time. Would you Would you start acting like you were part of it, or would you just observe? I don't know. <clears throat> I think if I had a couple drinks... You'd be like, I'd I don't want to look... <laughs> You're like, I don't, don't want to look weird. I'm the only one who's not doing something. Yeah, and then, I don't you know, want to like, be To the get asshole. the full experience... <laughs> I understand this is all bullshit, but uh, whatever. Fuck it. Okay, I'll dance around. Fuck yeah. I mean, <laughs> I th- I think these are pretty tightened up people, and this is the only time they let the only time they let loose. And they foot loose. <laughs> yeah, it's dangerous. Mm-hmm. But when God is there, it's okay. Yeah, I guess. I don't know where foot loose took place. It feels like Dust Bowl. Oklahoma. <laughs> yeah, right? I w- it would be fun to go be one of those people that you're just singing in tongues for the crowd because I would totally pick songs <laughs> like the melody you could totally catch, but I'm just <laughs> saying gibberish. That'd be fun. Yeah. Yeah, I do like... No, I made that up. No, it's not from Aladdin. No, I made it up. This is... I mean, I didn't make it up. God did. All right? This is our church's new hymn. Our official hymn. It's so catchy. Ha baby hooba. Yeah, it's good. It's great. I wrote it. Well, he he keeps getting more and more and more and more and more popular to the point where he gets a call in radio show called Healing Waters in nineteen forty seven. People call in. Wait, is this the same guy I'm thinking of? Is this the guy who's super old and still making stuff? I think you're thinking of Jerry Falwell. He, he okay. He is. Um, yeah. He is also. I. Oral hasn't gotten there in his story yet, but Jerry Falwell is also a. Um, uh, seed faith guy. Right. So is Joel Olstein. That guy's. He's a piece of work. <sighs> yeah. Uh, I'm the one I'm thinking of is the guy who's like. He's got his eyes closed, I swear, like, the entire time. Like, they're just, like, squinted down to, like, almost nothing. And he's just, like, kind of bopping his head and old. God, what is his fucking name? But I think that guy is still alive, so, yeah. Yeah, he is. I actually heard about him the other day. 
Because he looks no, Bill, a thousand years old. Bill Burr brings them up. And he talks about how he's like <laughs> an electric blue carpet that's on the set of every, si- every time that they are. Yeah. I, I watched him one time. I used to work out in Nevada, and there was like four channels. And uh, one time yeah, that popped up, and he was no joke selling like that smallest little vial of water for like 45 bucks, calling it holy water. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Um, people were buying it. <clears throat> a lot of the research that I did, I had to go to like Christian websites, and that they have constant pop-ups of buy this bag. Do you need a bigger dick? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> I I oh. I stay on those websites. <laughs> this website was fucking, you know. Uh, buy this bag of rocks, which are rocks from Jerusalem, and then uh, sanctify, and then buy this holy water, or buy this glass cross, or contribute to our newsletter. Right. And it, they're spam websites. They're heavily spammed. And I'm like, if I were an old person who believed in Jesus, this is like a dangerous website. This is really irresponsible. Right. Yeah. Anyway. I can't find his fucking yeah. name. So, in 1950, yeah, uh, Billy Graham, who you might be familiar with, t- Billy Graham is probably the most uh, influential, famous Christian preacher in America ever, probably. See the one that sells out like stadiums yeah. and shit? Yeah. And has like a, a couple million dollar home or whatever? Yeah, oh yeah. I This... this episode was actually going to be Billy Graham um, until through research about him I learned through oral. Billy Graham is not a bad guy. He He's just a basic preacher who got mm. super rich. He's a good talker. He's not a racist. He's just a regular fucking guy who was really good at selling his religion. And then I came across oral and I was like, you're actually crazy. This is much funner. Ooh. But In 1950, Billy Graham is already very, very popular. Uh, Evangelist. He's got a radio show and a TV show. And he invited Oral to come on and give the opening prayer for one of his faith-healing bullshit shows. And that that gave Oral a big uh, audience. And he becomes even more super goddamn popular to the point where he got a TV show. Um, And the TV show is just what he was doing already, faith healing and sermons, but they put it on TV. And right. by 1954, he's playing on over 200 TV stations. Um, in 1952, he actually made a movie called Venture into Faith. What the fuck? What kind of movie is that? It is terrible. I watched some <laughs> of it. Um, a guy is not certain about his faith. Until he, he sees a sermon by Oral. And it's like those really bad Mormon movies that they make. Oh, God. Yeah. And you you just want to kill yourself. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> yeah. Um, he actually made a bunch of movies. Venture into Faith is the only one that you can find. Because they're crap. Um, he has not been being paid very much up to this point. I mean, he's being paid for selling the rights to his TV show. He gets paid to advertising for the radio show. He gets basic attendance fees. 
um, which are uh, not mandatory, but uh, charity when he goes on his tent things. So he's making a decent living. But now that he has a wide audience, at the end of all of his TV shows, he would stand in front of the audience, and he wouldn't ask for money. But he'd say, we love you. We want you to be part of this. Send us letters about what you need. What are your prayers? What are your thoughts? Say hi. Yeah. And a lot of people attribute this to him not being money grubbing, but guess what, motherfucker? Now they have their address. Um, yeah. As soon as he has your address, he spams your mailbox with, you know, send us money. Naturally. So there's that. Um, yeah. He also liked to um, end his TV shows with what he called an intimate... <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't going to play this clip, but I'm going to now. Because okay. it, it's too goddamn funny not to. Let's like, hear it. Here we go, this is too funny for me. You there watching new television, you want prayer for your body. You wish you were here in the prayer line, but you and I are very close together through our television screen and through our faith in God together. So here, just place your hands upon your body mm. right where you need to be healed the most. Yep. Don't you be embarrassed. Place your hands The Lord your is body. watching us and he wants to heal you. Yeah, he does. I dearly love to pray for you. Well, I'm stretching forth my hand to ask God to heal you, so prepare yourself now. Stretch your hand. Oh, Lord, there is no distance in prayer. We know the Lord is here, and the Lord is there. We ask thee for this, our friend, the viewer of this television program. Let your healing power flow like a mighty river through every fiber of their flesh. Yeah, their flesh. and set free by your divine power. Oh. Now, my brother... Through Jesus Christ of Nazareth, receive your healing. Receive it. My sister, through Jesus Christ of Nazareth, receive, receive your healing. it. If you have a child, touch it. Father, yeah, may this child receive its healing. Not appropriate. Through Jesus Christ, the Son of the Living God. Sounds like you know. All I can picture is Darth Sidious. <laughs> <laughs> receive it. Feel the hate. Even though he's talking about God and love. I don't know. I mean, I only had to play that because when I listen to it, and I'm, of course, a pervert, but that was all I could think about was the sexual imagery where he was like, you're not here, but breach your hand to mine and touch your body. Yeah, touch your body now. Receive it. I'm like, holy shit, Oral. Jesus. Jesus, you know you're talking to, like, exclusively old ladies. <laughs> and they're like, I can feel it. Oh my, I can feel it. Oh, I can feel it. Hank, get my vibrator. Oral's <laughs> on. <laughs> All right, dear. Well, the money, the money started coming from this kind of shit. And in the 60s, he established the Oral Roberts University of Evangelism, which started out as more like a religious training place train people to proselytize and faith heal sure but uh they also did bible study and uh, had an athletic center and they actually become an accredited college eventually it's oh wow it's fucking so they still around teach other subjects too yeah well yeah 
I mean, medical stuff. They have a couple of uh, master's degrees, and it's like a regular fucking low-end college. That's that's ironic. They teach medical stuff. (laughs) Oh, of course. Of course that's what they teach. (laughs) Oh, man, I would not want to have that doctor who's like, all right, so we're going to cut you open. We're going to dive in there. We're going to sprinkle some holy water in there. Say a prayer, mm-hmm. and then we're going to sew you back up. And you're like, no, no, no. I need my gallbladder taken out. They're like, no, you don't. No. God said no. Just need some holy water in there. We're going to pull the demons out. Please don't do that. Can I go somewhere else? So I'm going to... Nope. Nope. Too late. You're already strapped to the bed. So <laughs> once we have your gallbladder exposed, I'm just going to grab it and go, heal! Heal! <laughs> Shake it around. Yeah! Use a good shaking. And then put it back. And then if you start screaming, we'll just say that you have demons and that we're exercising you. So don't don't do that. You're not gonna anesthetize me. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> well, uh, all right. See you on the other side. Oh God, I don't even want to know what pseudo medical shit they were doing there, but it's very scary to me that this happened. Yeah. Um, this school is still around. You can kind of think about it as a low end BYU. Because uh, they don't have quite as much oh. money, but it's the same thing. It's religious. They have a code of honor. Um, shit. Yeah. Right, right. There is also 60-foot-tall bronze hands statue that are modeled after Oral's hands, which is also huh. creepy to me. Yeah, creepy, weird. And... He can still touch you. Just go rub your body up against oh, those hands. Oh, yeah. Get the demons out. Jump on top of my fingers. Uh, heal <laughs> heal uh, but a few people went there that I know about uh, there's an event evangelical leader named Ted Haggard who went there but most prominently uh, US representative Michelle Bachman went there weird and she's she's the one who ran for president i think against trump and she's the one who was like batshit crazy oh that's fun yeah fun all right creepy big bronze hands yeah it's gross seriously i know creepy i know i'm a pervert so my interpretation is going to be like that but i think it's objectively creepy no i agree with you so um as we're getting through the 60s now, the 60s whole take drugs, free love, be yourself, uh, cosmic spirituality Woo! shit. Hippies. You love hippies. Yeah. I got a lot of You love them so much? I do. Yeah. I don't think they're hypocrite, idiot, full of shit, retards at all. Yep. I, yeah, you like them. Free, mm-hmm. I, I, you know... Drug use and free love. I'm into that. <laughs> Sex and drugs, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, I'm into You that. had me there. But it's when you start talking to them that they're the worst. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I hitchhiked from Alaska all the, way down to Flo- all the way down to Florida, and I met this chick on the way, and we did these. Oh, and I talked to this spirit animal. Yeah. I'd rather cut my own throat than talk to a hippie. <laughs> um, 
So, but yeah, because of the hippies, he is becoming less popular, or his tent revivals are becoming less popular. There's just less people going to them. So, uh, he has some decent popularity with TV, so he actually changed his religion to Methodist. Yeah. Um, a Methodism is still a type of evangelism, but it's not Pentecostalism. Methodism is like your basic run-of-the-mill shit, where they're like, we're, we have relaxed values, you can have dancing so oral, and singers. Right, so Oral is like, oh, there's no more money in this, time to move on to the next one, one that's more acceptable for today. Oh, no, 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 Jesus came to him. And was like, Methodism oh. is better. Of course, of course. Clearly, that's... <laughs> obviously, that's what happened. Jesus like, oh, uh, this is the wrong religion now. Um, it was right before, but we're, we're switching things up here in heaven. So, Shucks. you need to do the same. I just realized... Sorry, I know I'm the god of everything. Sorry, my bad, my bad. Methodism. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Uh, black people... Hmm. Not totally yet, but we're. I'm. Uh, I'm changing my mind a little bit. We'll see. Okay, we'll talk about it later. For now, no black people. <laughs> no, <laughs> they're weird. Get them out. Actually, I, I did want to say Oral is actually cool with black people. That's one of the not terrible things about him. He was well, I'm very, sure if they're giving him money. Very race inclusive. Exactly. Their money is the same color. Yeah. So. Uh, he creates a TV show called Something Good is Going to Happen to You. <laughs> what? Which, yeah, the TV show is actually called Something Good is Going to Happen to You. Sounds like a shitty a, fortune cookie. Yeah, shitty fortune cookie or a shitty Pornhub video. <laughs> yeah. What is it? What's good? What's going to happen to me? What is Yeah. Is it? Don't keep me in suspense. Help. Give Tell me you. your face. <laughs> so, so I might place my hands upon it. I don't know if this is the Pornhub thing or if this is still him. Oral. It's both. <laughs> yeah, it's both. But in both cases, a face was shook violently. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this show was pretty famous. Um, Johnny Cash and his wife June went on there. Um, Pat Boone. Robert Goulet. He had a bunch of musical guests and celebrities. <clears throat> so very, all very religious. Um, his old Pentecostal followers were aghast that, that he changed religions, but who gives a fucking shit? He's making money. Yeah. Yeah, he's making money. Um, he, uh, yeah, he's getting so many letters now, like how he ends his show asking for letters. That he actually reaches out to IBM to help him create a program and a machine that automatically responds to the letters he gets from, I, I assume, old ladies. That's <laughs> fucking funny. Um, where, yeah, like he would write yeah. a generic thank you letter, hey, send us money, and then they'd put it into the machine and it would just pump them out. So it looked like like they were personalized which that right it's good good yeah this is a fake at all jesus yeah. and god are are totally a part of this 
inspiring, faith-based, Bible-based IBM program that's depersonalized. So does it totally work? Does he like make a lot of money doing it this way? Oh, God. Yeah, he's rich now. Yeah, by like 1969, 1970, he's officially very, very wealthy from this tactic. Where he doesn't ask for money in face-to-face. But he creates this intimacy through the TV and then sends you letters asking for money. And it works. Right. I mean, it makes sense because even if... Uh, it, it, it not only does it make it sound like when he's on TV, he's not asking for money. But if you got a letter asking for money, you don't know if that's gone out to everybody or if that's just like, oh, God wants yeah. me to send him money for my problem here. But oh, yeah, that's fine, I guess. No big deal. You don't realize that everybody's getting hit up just the same. Yeah. It, the the create the fake intimacy that he created works for a certain type of person. Yep. A a desperate, needy type of person. Generally, they're the type of people who need that kind of religion. And hey, what a hell of a time to do that because today, I think when people get letters and stuff, they try to trick you by saying like "important" is written on it or something like that. And then you open uh, it up. Uh, immediate response. Yeah. And then you realize it's just yeah. fucking ads and shit. But back then, uh, I don't think you had a whole lot of ads getting sent to you like that. So, especially if it's coming from somebody who you're like, oh, I watched this guy on TV. That's from that guy. Cool. That's true, because then, like, you know other people who watch him. So, you know he's popular. So, when you write him a letter and he responds, you're like, yeah. wow. And, it, and it's made to look... look personalized so it looks like he wrote it to you perfect yeah it's a fucking great con i gotta hand it to him i don't because i'm i'm full-blooded american you con somebody because they're dumber than you eh say la vie but i don't like the religious stuff you know i'm not I'm not religious, but Jesus really only said a few things, and they were mostly pretty much just be nice to each other. So using that to get rich, I'm not I'm not comfortable with that. Which is fun because I don't believe in a heaven or hell, but if there's one that does exist, I think using a religion and Jesus as a tactic for your own gain to take advantage of other people, that's got to be like... Yeah, not super worthy when you get judged later. Like, let me get this straight. Not only did you con people, but you did it under our name. Yeah, you're going to hell, bucker. <laughs> but Or will be like, me? I healed that guy. He just starts talking gibberish at him. He's like, oh, the real God's talking through me now. <laughs> and God's like, oh, shit, he knows about... There's another God? Uh, okay, sorry. You Come on in, Oral. Sorry. <laughs> Fuck me. Right? Right this way, sir. Hobbita, hobbita. Hobbita, hobbita. <laughs> Thank you. I don't want to have the real God after us, the the higher God. He better hold it up. How about how about up? Just keeps calling his way through heaven. Call it up. Yeah, he's. I don't want to ask for your heaven money, so give me your address. <laughs> well, in 1970, he releases. Uh, I think it's his first book. He wrote a bunch of books, but this is definitely his. Uh, definitely his most popular book up to this point called The Miracle of Seed Faith. And that's... Seed Faith is part of the prosperity doctrine which uh, President Trump is a part of. 
Um, the idea that if you're rich, it's because God favors you. And right. to become prosperous, you have to seed your money into God and it will grow into prosperity for you. How that's translated is give your money to a church or some other motherfucker. So um, his whole asking for money scheme works so well that he translated into let's make this the whole thing. Let's just design a religion around give me your money. And and that's what seed faith is. Um, it's so fucked up. <laughs> I'm surprised you could still buy this book. And I can't believe that this is good. like. Uh, I can't believe that this worked. Like, you can never really underestimate yeah. how many fucking dumb people there are, really. And I feel bad because these people think that they're getting something out of it. But it's also there's a point where you gotta start being an adult and quit being so gullible. I I don't know. Maybe that's just rude of me to say, but. Just grow up a little bit. Take some responsibility for your life. Don't let others, non-beings that you've never met before, take over and make decisions for you. Just be a person, all right? It's okay. In an, in an ideal world, yeah. Don't give somebody else money I that's promising you something that they can't promise. What? Well, yeah, and that's a, yeah, that's a basic philosophy that most people don't seem yeah. to understand. Because I think about a lot of people in my family, and I think a lot of people in your family, they especially the religion they're from the mormon religion they see themselves as as actual children of god so when they act irrational they can be like well this is because i i am not evolved as my father and my father will tell me what to do so they justify irrational yeah, behavior they're idiots and i think i think this is this is they're idiots they are idiots. i love my family yeah. they're dumb as shit that's just what it is um i would never hurt any of my cousins but this make it sound like dumb. there was gonna be a point where you're you were gonna say shit. there was someone you hurt. i would never hurt any of my cousins aunts and uncles well wait, wait, maybe wait, wait, i'd wait. hurt them i don't know yeah what did they say i have a f- I have a few who <laughs> run their mouths i might hurt you <laughs> yeah this is weird <laughs> yikes yep but funny yikes well I uh, am not going to read this bullshit, stupid book. Uh, No. But for fun, I found this one-star review of it. Ooh. This book is an outline of the Seed Faith Doctrine as composed and practiced by Oral Roberts. It essentially boils down to give God, or me as God's representative, money, and he will give you what you want. By pulling scriptures out of context, twisting theology to suit your own needs, oral attempts to make his money-making racket sound like a sound Christian practice. This book is one of the primary reasons I learned to question anyone who claims they have a divine revelation. In that way, it is a useful book. It demonstrates that anyone can twist words of the Bible around to mean whatever they want, and it can be used as an exercise in critical thinking. But generally speaking, it's rubbish. Yeah. That sounds probably what I would have guessed it was going to be about in life. Yeah. I feel like if I read it, that's where I'd be at. It's yeah. Although, this sounds like a Christian person who's upset that they're twisting his religion. I think the whole thing would just be right. reading how to con really dumb people. Um, 
Yeah. Uh, Roberts was criticized for this because not everyone's an idiot. Anyone who was not one of his followers was like, you're just a con man. So he did give sermons in which he said, quote, Gradually, the Spirit has begun to show me that the Bible uh, has ways for healing the whole man. It is for healing of the body, healing of the soul, healing of the healing of the mind, and healing of the finances. It is for any problem that needs to be healed. So, isn't that weird how that works? Money is the answer yeah. to all your problems. You have to give it away, but you can it can. Oh yeah, the help you the to solve your pro- money problems is by giving me your money. Right. And it's ridiculous. It will heal you. <laughs> he, he quoted... And whatever you want. Or whatever, yeah. You give me your money, I don't know, you'll get a yacht, maybe. Ask God. You'll get bigger tits. What do you want? You might. Have you tried that yet? <laughs> Other than just crying like a little bitch about it all the time? Have you tried just giving me your money? Oh, you have cancer? Give me money. Don't go to the doctor. Don't use your money for that. That's too expensive. Doctors. Just give me what you have. Let me just pray the demons out of you the cancer demons and then give me your money um he quoted yeah. the bible verse uh through uh john three or john three john two i don't know how the bible set up uh but there is a quote from the bible that says beloved i wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health even as thy soul prospereth so he's just justifying this um in a very public way and it works. Right. Um, in 1977, his daughter Rebecca and her husband died in a plane crash, which is very sad. And in response... Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, I, you know, I don't have kids. I don't know what it's like to lose a kid. You know, my dog was sick, and I lost my fucking mind, so I'm sure a kid is pretty hard. Um yeah it's probably kind of hard i don't hey i'm not gonna make the argument that oral loves his daughter more than i love my dog but it's gonna be it's gonna be comparable and if i don't think you love your dog as much as oral loves money no yo maybe no no. because i would never use my dog to con people thank god i was gonna say thank god it wasn't a bunch of money on a plane that crashed oh he would have just died (laughs) because Instead, uh, his daughter dying made him, you know, instead of do do what a grieving person does, he said, "We will build a hospital called the Faith, or sorry, the City of Faith Medical Center, and we will mix prayer with medicine." Oh boy! So it was the joke that you were making earlier, ha- real. Yeah. Um, oh my god, but that's terrible. You don't, I, don't ever take me to that hospital. Oh, it's awful. It's awful. Is that hospital still around? Oh, no, 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 no. No, that, Thank god. it was so batshit, even our absurd universe wouldn't let it happen. But from okay. the late 70s into the late 80s, this is what he's doing. He's trying to get this hospital off the ground. Um, that would mix <laughs> medicine with prayer of all terrifying concepts. Um, so, yeah, it, uh, it did attract donors, um, you know, of course, people, his supporters, um, he also, to get more donors in 1980, 
he told this fantastic story. I think Oral might be losing his mind. But in 1980, he said, uh, While looking at the construction site, I felt an overwhelming holy presence all around me. And when I opened my eyes, there he stood, 900 feet tall, looking at me. There I was, face to face with Jesus Christ, <laughs> the Son of the living God. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> 900 feet tall i love that like you gotta feet you gotta make it you know <laughs> you gotta get into the person's mind of how they see like what would sound really cool or what do i think jesus would be like well he's gotta be like super yeah, tall right see. like what six feet nine feet no what no, no 900 feet he's huge right he's tall <laughs> he's just i'm just this little speck to him so he must be tall 900 feet how else do you express like an intimidating praise a presence well, he doesn't sound like a very good writer. He's huge. He might be, care, uh, you know, charismatic and stuff, but uh, not very, not a very good fiction yeah. writer. Literarily not creative, because that was yeah. A giant Jesus stood over him and said, <laughs> "We need the donations." <laughs> and who's going to argue with that? Huh? You going to argue with Jesus? Are you a Jesus hater? Okay then, hmm? send the money. Is that, that really the kind of person you want to be? Hmm? He could step on you. Scary. You wouldn't even notice. Give him money. No. <laughs> Through me. <laughs> All I'm saying is, look, he looked angry. He was huge. If you give me money, he might not trample your house. He's like Godzilla up there. I don't know what he's capable of. <laughs> we better pay him off. Yeah. It's, the only, it's the only thing I can think of. <laughs> yeah. Um... So, there's a there's, there's actually a a music guy. He's like a Beastie Boys type of Beck rapper named MC Nine Foot Jesus. I just I'm a fan of his. Really? And I never knew where he got that name from. And I was like, <laughs> he read the news in the '80s. That's funny. That's awesome. <laughs> but there was also a public response that involved a lot of criticism. That was. Some art group started printing 900-foot Jesus crossing signs and placing them <laughs> on highways. <laughs> That's hilarious. I want one of those crossing signs. I know. I want to see if they're around. <laughs> That's awesome. And uh, shortly after the 900-foot Jesus thing, he demanded that all of his followers pay him $240 each. $240 each. Wait. Why that much, specifically? Uh, I don't know why the amount. Maybe he felt like it was large but not crazy. But he said it was because Jesus came to him again. Uh, he didn't say how tall he was that time. <laughs> but he said that uh, Jesus told him that cancer research is going to make a breakthrough. But only if the research comes from the Faith Center uh via your donation this is so fucked up i can't stop thinking about how fucked up this is i mean like <sighs> medical science is on a breakthrough give me money so that way it can make the breakthrough also i need 240 dollars and 43 cents from ever i don't know why that number i just jesus, that's what jesus said giant jesus said it i'm not gonna question him yeah i don't know why it's, it's weird that he wasn't exactly a thousand feet. Like I like that he's nine hundred. Well, it's, it's more realistic. 
you know. Yeah, you can't give a yeah, I can't give too much of a spot on number. He's a he was a thousand feet. Nah. It sounds like you're exaggerating, but if you say nine hundred, that's a little more specific. Yeah, a thousand foot is insane. That's weird. That's crazy. <laughs> that's, that's too much. It's too much. No one's gonna believe that. Even Jesus can't pull that off. Nine hundred foot. Yeah, that sounds about right for him for his his stature. Yeah, he's actually a little bit shorter than some other uh, godly figures. So, yeah, just keep that in mind. Yeah, you know. It's realistic for them. Zeus is like a million feet tall. That guy's crazy. <laughs> Jesus, is he's a humble actually, guy. Yeah. He's not obsessed with his own height or his two-story tall Look, dawn. what I'm trying to say is give me money. What? Why aren't you doing it faster? Give it, put it in my hand. <laughs> I've been talking about this channel for like, two hours just give me just give it to me <laughs> i can't believe this works we gotta just we need to go just start asking people for money we just need to do give it give me your 240 dollars and 43 cents go be rich and just be like jesus loves you and he wants you to give me give me money just am give I, it to me just hand it over it might work yeah i mean we need some kind of official stance like a special robe and some fake prayer that's obviously nonsense yeah just walk up to people like, Give me money. Give me, give me it. Yeah. I mean, it's really just robbing people, but with a good catchphrase. It's swindling people, I would say. You're tricking yeah. them into giving you money because they're kind of dumb. Yeah, yeah. But if they're just giving these money out to anybody... Uh, Might as well be me. I could be anybody. Might as well be yeah, people I could time. be anybody. Yeah. We, need some, we have some repairs... If you are a religious person, dabbler, please send your money to us. Just find a way to get it to us. Well, we do have a Patreon to buy the rights to that So Raven. Um, You can just throw money into that. We'll use it as we see fit. For Jesus. Oh, no, no, no. Of course. Of course. Amen. Everything's for... Hallelujah. Everything is for Jesus. Everything's for Raymond Simone. Um... God stuff, whatever you want to hear. I'm saying it to you now. Hallelujah. 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 Give me money. Are you are you sufficiently inspired? Come on, just heal. <laughs> Damn it. So he's filthy rich, right? Oh, he's doing very very fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um his uh a lot of people a lot of people gave the 240 dollars or whatever oh fuck yeah yeah he buys like a fucking yacht and a bunch of shit he buys a bunch of cars of he's got a that's whole, what jesus needed he's got a whole garage full of cars um in the late 70s a book came out from a former employee called give me that prime time religion and it's Somebody who used to work for Oral just detailing Oral's opulent lifestyle. I mean, he has a private jet, Italian suits, diamond rings, big cars, mansions. And when they take promotional videos, his PR staff edited out the golden diamond rings on his hands. Okay. So that's where Oral's at. Um, in... So, so that's when you know somebody... It's full of shit, and even they know they're full of shit. Like, I get that oh, some yeah. people are believers, and they, they're preaching and teaching, but they also believe their own, you know, teachings. This is someone who's bullshitting everybody, and they know they are, and they're trying to get away with it. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, Oral's just a con man now. I mean, I like to think that early in his preaching career, maybe he really was smelling his own farts, really believing that shit. Right. But then once the money, once the money comes in, who gives a fuck about Jesus? Yeah, he's like, this is way better yeah. than God. We know the real God. The real God is the green. Come on. <laughs> so in the late, or sorry, the mid eighties, actually nineteen eighty six, his eldest son Ronnie committed suicide. Oh shit! Why? Um, Do we know what the kind of well, cause was? Yeah, he he was struggling with drug addiction, but he was also gay. Oh, that's a bummer. And he came out gay only 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 six months earlier to this, and there's no comments on this. Like Oral didn't talk about this in any of his books. But I'm sure he kept it, it hush hush, right? He didn't want to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, we Oral feels about homosexuality how you think he does, right? Demons, and. When his son came out to him, I'm sure that was not a fun family dinner. And it led to Ronnie, he actually shot himself in the heart, which is quite poetic. Shit. Yeah. So, even though this faith healer could exercise people by taking goiters out of their necks and uh, healing the blind, couldn't take the gay demons out of his son. So, there's that. My son probably didn't give him any money. That's probably why. Actually, yeah. When he was like, Dad, I'm attracted to men. And Oral said... He's like, give me 40 bucks. Um, an exorcism like that's going to run you into the 500s, son. Because you, you got some aggressively gay demons. Just really, really gay. And, his son and he's was like, like, Dad, I'm serious. Son? Like, I don't want to talk about this whole money thing. Come on. I'm trying to open up to you here. And he's like, $500. Oral. Or, Dad, look, maybe it's not demons. Maybe I just like dudes. And Oral's like, it's demons! It's the gay demons! Yeah, just like that lady in her car crash with her jaw. Demons! Exact same thing. Exact same. So, a demon jumped into her jaw the same way a demon... (laughs) Jumped into um, your wiener. Yeah, and now you want to put it into a man's jaw. Okay? Son, yeah. follow the All logic right. here. Give me $40. This is Cut me a check. not even a part of your gay thing. Just Cut give me, me $40. Check. Do you have $40 on you? I just need it. Actually, yep. Yeah. I just I just need it. Give, give me it. <laughs> he's already got like millions, and he's like, give me $40. <laughs> he's, he's like Gollum now. Just, nah, my bridge. Yeah. So poor Ronnie had to deal with this, and then it That's didn't a bummer, go well. yeah. So, yeah. Um, shortly after this, um, Oral is sued by a woman named Ruth Creech. She sued him for $15 million. What was her grounds? She went to his faith center to get a hernia operation. And she claims that not only was the medical attention subpar, she actually got worse. And she said that they focused on the prayer stuff so much that and non-medical stuff oh, that her so hernia great. actually got worse and she almost died so did she win the lawsuit yeah i actually think they settled out of court because her attorney wanted oral to detail his how his healing powers work in court <laughs> yeah and he's like 
I, I read an old newspaper article where it said the attorney was a demanding the oral detail, his healing powers, his conversations with Jesus, and who he has raised from the dead. Brilliant. His oral. And, of course, oral just settled that out. It's like, I'll just give you $20 million outside. How's that sound? Okay? Okay. Yeah, this this poor lady got $15 million. So, good for her. Yeah. Um. Well, because of all this bad publicity, the hospital not actually fucking working. In 1987, Oral, uh, on his TV shows, and his son, Robert, has a TV show, um, he actually told everyone that if they don't raise $8 million by the end of the year, by the end of 1987, that God was going to... Send, uh, send him home was the wording he used. Okay. $8 million. He's essentially, yeah, he's essentially saying, if you don't give me $8 million, God is going to kill me. He's going to send me home early. That's so, that's so fucking stupid. Yep. I, I hate Oral. It's, I, wait, hold on. Let me rephrase that. Sure. I don't like the man named Oral. Because <laughs> yeah, you don't want your wife to hear that statement <laughs> just by itself <laughs> we should say collectively we love oral period right uh oral roberts is a huge piece of shit right because this is definitely the first time i've ever heard of in which god took a hostage <clears throat> like oral was threatening the whole country with give me eight million dollars or i die <laughs> It's so fucking funny <laughs> and ridiculous. Look, do you want me to die? I don't want to die. Are you going to let me die? Send me $8 million. Just whatever you can. We've got to collectively get $8 million. I don't know what God needs it for. He just does, okay? God doesn't have a lot of money, believe it or not. He's got a gun to my head. What do you want? I can't ask questions. <laughs> Let's go. Help. Help. <clears throat> hey, we'll send another tape later. Oh, man. And uh, the public response was bonkers because people were like, what? Has he finally lost his mind? Is he suicidal? Like, some people thought he was going to actually hurt himself, like, like punch himself in the face or something and then get on stage <laughs> and be like, I can't, oh, I need the money. God hit me. The demon of course. I know it's not a great relationship. <laughs> yeah, it's an abusive relationship. Um... <laughs> Look, I'm just trying to do. I I like God. He's look. He's really not that bad. You know what? I can forgive him for this. When you get to know him, he's a sweet need guy. It. It's just when he's drunk, okay? <laughs> Eight million dollars, please. God's a mean drunk. It's not really that big of a surprise. Kind of a lot of people he, are, okay? He didn't have a hard time coming up either. His dad hit him, and it's just how he shows <laughs> love. He's trying to get he's better. Drunk. He's trying to be better. He says he loves me. Give Oh my god, I love this idea of God dogs. being just like a mean drunk who's host who's taking a hostage of a religious figure and demanding money. It's so great. Oral has to go home every night and God has been drinking all day at the kitchen table. It's like, Did you get it? You get the eight mil? I'm working well, on honey, it. Honey, honey, I'm trying. Oh my god, get my belt. We're at four million. We're at four. Or half. Interesting. Did you make any turkey tonight? I'm hungry. Dinner. You bitch! No! Heal! <laughs> it's a very violent household. 
It's no yeah. wonder Ronnie opted out. It's not a good place. Um, well, hilariously, he did raise the $8 million. He was a little over a million short when a very wealthy racetrack owner uh, from Florida named Jerry Collins saw this on TV. And Jerry Collins is not a religious guy. He just very wealthy, and he saw this pathetic little man begging for money, and he Jerry Collins was worried that that Oral would hurt himself or commit suicide or starve himself to death. He's like, I don't, he might do something fucking crazy. So he gave him the one point three million he needed. What? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God! Out of pity, what? Out of just pity. let him hurt himself if he's going to. At this point, if that's what it is, and he's like, I just want the money. If not, I'm going to hurt myself. Let him fucking hurt himself. He's put himself in this scenario of wanting the money. And that's, that's, I agree with that. But I think if you watch a frail old man who uh, is begging and crying and you have the money, you're just like, okay, shh, you fucking. I I think I like the idea better if it's, if he's even like, totally took God out of it and he's just crazy now and he's just on tv and he's got his hand on a table and a hammer in the other hand and being like all right i need two more million dollars two million dollars or else i hit my own hand i'm gonna crush it and then he just smacks the table and hits his thumb oh please send two million dollars you did this you did this save my hand send me the money (laughs) i actually need i actually need like a couple hundred grand more to fix my hand after this on top of the two million hashtag (laughs) yeah uh, we should, I mean, the People Time Bunker is completely secluded and off the map, so they wouldn't be able to, f- like, trace our IP. Right. We should just create a Facebook Live video like that. Just dark, and one of us with a hammer, like, send me money. Do it! And then when they don't, bust a pinky. There you go. And I think we got a good idea And then here. some rich celebrity's gonna be like, I just feel bad. This is just rid- okay. Jesus. Here's here's five million dollars. Whatever it was you're asking for. Here you go. Yeah, somebody will share it on Twitter, and it'll get back to Brad Pitt, and he'll be like, "Good God, <laughs> just make this stop. <laughs> this is awful." Yeah. Thank you, Brad. Always thought you were a good guy. And handsome too. I don't have any hands now. <laughs> Very handsome. Yeah. Um. What is even better about this story is that the reason he was asking for $8 million was to the City of Faith, the hospital bullshit, right. was hemorrhaging money. Because his vision for it was, of course, grandiose and over the top. And it wasn't super working. They were getting sued. So his estimate of $8 million is what they needed to stay afloat. And he got his $8 million, fucked it off, and by 1989, the facility closed anyway. Oh, yeah. So... It's done, uh, which is it never should have happened anyway. So. Right, great. Um, let's see. Light. Oh man. Later in 1989, he starts saying even more bullshit things. This is a a quote from a New York Times article from 1989 that quotes Oral as this: uh, "All of us in the ministry could talk about uh, that of of certain dead people being raised." Uh, because they died right while I right while I was preaching, I had to stop and go back into the crowd and raise the dead person just so I could continue with the service. <laughs> he said that God had told him uh, that he he will be coming back. 
he got a picture in his mind that he would be coming back to rule Tulsa, Oklahoma. Uh, quote, I'm looking to the world to come because I'm not going to stay over there, meaning heaven. He said, I'm coming back. I'm going to help bring that world to come with me and put it right on top of this world that's been persecuting me. And I'm going to get my rightful place. I'm going to rule and I'm going to reign. You look at Oral Roberts University. What happens to it when I get back from the other side? <laughs> oh my god. Dude, there's so much of this I love. One of my favorite parts is him talking about raising the dead because, first of all, that's just casually. convenient. It's like, well, no, it was someone who died while they were at my like beach or whatever, right? And so I went and brought him back because, yeah. of course, that you know can't be proven or disproven. But on top of that, I love that he like makes it almost sound like it was an inconvenience. Like, well, I had to raise him up so that way I could continue on with my sermon. Like, <laughs> they were kind of bringing everybody down. Someone just died, and it's like right in the middle of a really great speech. So I was like, all right, I guess I'll. All right, you're alive now. Can I go back to? Are you good now? You gonna die again? Okay, I'll go back and do my sermon. All right, stay with us, buddy. <laughs> you need to listen to this sermon. That's gonna be good. And now he thinks he's gonna rule over such a small area, Tulsa, like, Tulsa. Not not the world or even the state or whatever. And he's like, this city is gonna be mine. Yeah. He he. There are further quotes where he says that uh, Jesus is, of course who's coming back but the oral is going to be like jesus's right hand man and he's going to come down with him right so there's that yeah so um, he's bonkers but as you bro oh he's yeah he's just crazy now um i mean he he's been so enabled for so long i think he feels like he can just say whatever he wants and he's probably a little crazy yeah this is great <laughs> um and like you were saying with people dying I had it in my notes, but I don't think I mentioned it. People did used to die at his revivals um, because... And then they didn't get brought back sick. up. Yeah, because they weren't going to the hospital. Fuck no. No, they, they had tuberculosis and they thought this dumb fuck was going to heal them. And you have a tent full of a thousand people and it's hot and they fucking die. Yeah. So that actually did happen a bunch. Why? No reports I saw said he fucking brought them back. I was going to say, also, why would anyone die at his sermon? If he could bring them back... He shouldn't have any deaths, because uh-huh. if they did die, he would just bring them back. Take that, Christians. <laughs> yeah, you oral dick. Oh, my God. We have not told enough oral jokes. No. Well, it's because he's not that fun of a character. <laughs> I don't want to make him fun to of. get oral. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, his, uh, his son, Richard, kind of takes over. Um, he kind of semi-retires. Wait, he does the same thing his son does? Yeah, his son, uh, Richard Roberts. Whoa, wait, did you say his son's name was Richard? Yeah. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> so, Oral, and then he has a, a son yep. named Dick. And oh, when so I good. heard that, I, w- I had my fingers crossed while I was Googling it. Is Richard's middle name Oral? Because I know a lot of people do that. Is it? No, it's Lee. Uh. But... Damn it. Dick Oral Roberts would have been pretty epic. Yeah. But yeah. It's still pretty funny that his name's Oral and he named his son Dick. Yeah, Oral gave birth to Dick. Happens every time I go to Thailand. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yep. yep, I think everybody associated with Oral, part of his company, uh, the money-making machine, are like, well, when you're off the leash, 
you say insane things. So his son takes over. He becomes semi-retired. Uh, in 1992, he has a heart attack, which kind of keeps him... He just sort of stays home now as a shuffling old man who I imagine is wandering around the house talking to Jesus about how great he is. Um, throughout the 80s and 90s, he wrote roughly 100 books. Um, what? 100? Yeah, they're all... Were they all like five pages long? They're not that long. 100, 200 pages, but they are your... They're Bible commentaries and then seed faith, like give me your money shit. Right. Um, he wrote his most successful book is called Expect a Miracle in 1998, which is again like give me your money and expect a miracle. Right. Um, his son Richard was forced to resign as president of Oral Roberts University in 2007 for abusing funds of course um, and apple they, doesn't fall far from the tree does it does not they stole a bunch of money from the university for personal luxuries and uh yeah the family lost control of the school after that um it was actually already like 50 million dollars in debt and being sued by a bunch of professors when he was stealing money to fund his lifestyle right so i guess what i find funny about that is that seed faith only works if you're not a fuck up who gets caught yeah don't steal money from your own organization that can be tracked like people are literally literally giving you money for no reason at all just take that money and just keep using it don't don't go make a business and then steal from it where it can be tracked yeah Right. What an idiot. Right, and that's what I... Oral does not seem like a particularly bright guy. Richard clearly isn't. And yet, all they had to do was say the word Jesus enough and give me your money, and they're fucking millionaires. So it's a dumb person finding out they, they found a hook that can get people to give money. Other idiots. Yeah, accidentally, I think. And then that was as but, far as that went for their intelligence. Because I really do think, early on, the faith healing thing. I don't know if he really thought he was actually healing people, but I think he was a faithful guy yeah. who, yeah, did the ministry thing and it inspired people and it was fun. And then he was like, "Wow, I, money, yeah." And then that was the rest of his life. Um, in uh, 2005, his lovely wife Evelyn died, and then he passes away in December of 2009 from pneumonia at 91 he's actually the same age as uh pharaoh ramses when he died oh weird yeah mm-hmm. and then he went off to go see 900 foot jesus after he died and he had a lot of explaining to do because he didn't bring back a lot of money <laughs> yeah. oh look i know you asked for eight million mm, yes we try to steal it we try to steal it from our own organization we, mm. we got caught giant jesus so- mad <laughs> Giant <Yeah>. Jesus smash! <laughs> no. I've been drinking all day waiting for you to get here. And God was like, you know why I named you Oral? It's because I knew what your afterlife was going to be 100% all Oral. <laughs> You're going to give it to me. Make no mistake. I'm, I'm not telling you I was going to give you Oral. Maybe I'll give you some. I, <laughs> it depends on how I feel. I love but you are going to definitely... <laughs> 
I love the idea of God being like, I already, like, a casual jokester, like, I already knew what a piece of shit you were going to be, so I named you Oral. Get, guess why? Guess why? You're going to suck <laughs> dick for eternity. Huh? <laughs> it's yeah, funny, right? Because yeah, yeah. you're a piece of shit, right? Come on. Put a dick in your mouth. Oral? Come, Come on, on, laugh a little bit. That's funny. It's forever. You your might whole as well just laugh. It's a joke to me. <laughs> it's great. It's fucking great. Why are you so upset? <laughs> Why are you not? You don't. Yeah, you don't have a sense of humor. You never did. You don't get it. Eh, whatever. I'm gonna have my giant son stomp on you. You're bumming me out. <laughs> yeah, God is only. He's only six foot. He's normal. Yeah, he's like a Jesus guy. is nine hundred feet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, God's a regular sized guy. <laughs> I'll get my son to step on you. He's the one who's microwaving a burrito to find out if he can microwave it too hot for even him to eat. He's like <laughs> right. oral. Come here. This is like a fun, this is a fun, like a funny idea. I like I, it's funny. Come on, come on. Get the dick out of your mouth. <laughs> All right, bring the dick. That's fine. Come on. So you know, last bit of little bits of oral. Uh, his uh, university's still open. Uh, the, oh shit. Oh yeah, it's still uh, up and running. Um, it has approximately no longer in his family's control. No, there's a a board of directors now because they. Yeah, they were pretty irresponsible with their money. Um, yeah, it's it's really just like a small small BYU. There's about four thousand students. Um, they have an undergraduate and a master's program, two doctoral degrees. They have a NCAA Summit League basketball team that is even average for the Summit League, but they exist. They're like a thing. Paid for by dying people hoping for a miracle. Yeah, grandmas, people with extra yeah. cash, expendable income. Sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, Mormons give 10% of their money to build shit that has nothing to do with them. Yeah. And now that religion is $30 billion just holding <sighs> on to money? I don't... I don't know entirely how that works, but they they did a better job than than Oral because they definitely have more money. Yeah, Oral never reached the billions. I don't think the churches. It doesn't sound like great, it. but that is one thing I want to talk about is that the the Mormon Church is not like you wouldn't they wouldn't identify as part of the prosperity doctrine, but they are. There, there's an interpretive bit in how they express themselves that they are definitely prosperity doctrine where they think that if you're rich it's because god wants you to be rich and giving money makes you makes you more prosperous so they are they're all on board with that oral shit yeah and they do the 10 percent. and i think the excuse is is it's kind of ironic because i think a lot of mormons are republican and completely against a uh any kind of socialism but their whole idea is like well yeah i give 10 percent, but that goes to like the food bank and to other stuff that helps other people because we're a community and an organization but they're completely mm-hmm. against socialism which i mean I, hey i get if you're against socialism but you're that's what you're doing well at least that's what you claim to think that they're right. doing but we all know they're hoarding the money <laughs> they're building malls and all sorts of shit to make more isn't money and isn't that crazy that they just accept it that like they own a mall what the fuck? Yeah. Like. They own a lot of businesses, actually. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. Like, I mean, it's a little hypocritical just because we have um, 
people time keychains at the Vatican gift shop, but the Vatican right. gift shop that's food traffic. Yeah, and the and the Vatican gift shop is it's a gift shop. It's kind of small. They have little Pope soaps, you know, little Pope on a rope soap. Little Pope on a rope. Little little hat that says, "I Pope you." I hope I hope you yeah. I hope you had a good time at the Vatican, you know. But yeah. the church owns like billion dollar companies, and people are just okay with that. I don't know. Whatever. I have no idea. Well, his uh, outlasting um, influence on the world, um, his popularity on TV was. Far more popular than any religious person had been on TV. Televangelism really took off via oral. I mean, Billy Graham was a big part of that, but oral, I think, is bigger. Yeah. So when you see some fuck talking on TV like Joel Olstein, um, that's that's because oral uh, started that, which is great. Right, and he even... I mean, the fact that he went to IBM to create a... You know, a method to be able to send letters back out to Brilliant. people who were sending him letters. And, I mean, there was some sort of, like, he obviously, when it came to money and how to make more of it, he used his brain a little bit. He sounds like an idiot overall and had a couple good ideas that is now abused today, but back mm. then were probably pretty revolutionary or first time coming through. Oh, yeah. I mean... Because a lot of those religious programs that you see on TV, they're all money-grubbing. They just have a different tactic. And Orals was kind of subtle, and, and it worked. Yeah. Smart. He's, you know, he's... We shouldn't frame him as a preacher and televangelist. We should explain him as an exploitative capitalist. Con. Yeah, con artist. Con artist. And he did a pretty yeah. good job. Um, also, <clears throat> faith healing was not mainstream um because most people did say like no that's nuts but yeah uh oral's charisma was able to make it a mainstream thing so there are currently religious programs that still do that uh uh, again because oral made that popular which is great that's fan that's fucking fantastic and then lastly uh feed say or seed faith the prosperity doctrine I don't. I can't make an alternate history argument about if that would be a popular thing now without oral, but I don't think that it would. I think that he popularized that, and it's around now and very prominent. I don't. We have a president weird. who practices it. Yeah, he's rich because God wants him to be fantastic. Right. Well, what a crazy story, dude. Um. Yeah. Very strange. Um, let's see, any last things I have? Um, so, Oral also has a grandson who is gay, and he has a YouTube video where he tries to make a tribute out of his, uh, you know, his, his gay uncle, uncle who passed away, like a tribute for him, and Mm. he did a It Gets Better video to honor his uncle and... Um, talk That's shit cool. on his grandpa. Hell yeah, dude! <laughs> pretty, pretty much. Kudos to that guy. Um, fuck it, a yeah. That's a bravery on his part. Yeah, fuck Oral. The yeah, he's terrible. <clears throat> if you want an idea, uh, a cynical, funny look at two of these ideas, 
John Oliver, who's fantastic, has a John Oliver has a show that's all devoted to to Seed Faith, where he creates a fake Seed Faith church and asks for people's money, um, and it's presented very well and accurately, and he does end up making a bunch of money from it. Jesus, as a joke. Um, there's also a piece by Vice on YouTube that talks about these tent revivals and uh, shows this young Vice reporter interacting with these southern people and uh, they shake and they fall on the ground and they talk nonsense. So if you want to see that, I find that pretty good. The very last thing I had is there is a book about Oral called An American Life. It's a biography, but I'm not going to read it because it was officially endorsed by Oral, and I don't trust Oral. Right. But I found a review for it online that, like the review I read before, I think is good. Uh, So, this is the review. My mother was a bookkeeper in Braxton Warren Auto Parts in Whiteville, North Carolina, where Oral got his start in North Carolina. She told me for years about how she and Lee Braxton would rehearse the deaf, crippled, and blind people for Roberts to quote-unquote heal. She also said that Roberts assaulted her several times. Uh, She became pregnant out of wedlock and married my father, but my mom lost all faith in God due to her exposure to Oral's ministry, and she died an atheist. She was a Bible-believing Baptist before. If the writer did so much as a very little bit of research, he should have talked to some of the little people who got crushed by this movement. So I wanted to say that. Wow. <clears throat> just because I don't think that that's the stuff that you're going to find in a lot of places, but when you have an exploitative con man running through dispossessed and disenfranchised communities, you're going to have this. He He's going to yeah. hire people to lie for him. He's going to treat him like shit. He's probably going to smack him around, and then he's going to leave, and the narrative is going to be that he's a hero. So right. there's a little bit of the truth for you that I don't think it would have – it's not anywhere else, I don't think. That's crazy, but not unbelievable. It's totally believable, but it's – yeah. That, it's cool that somebody stepped out and said something like – Right. And this is what's really going on. It's kind of sad because it's not really said a lot. Um I spent a lot of time on Christian web websites reading dick sucking biographies about him, and I had to pick apart what was true and fake, and because uh, there's not a lot of that, there's not a lot of honesty about Oral because he's kind of sacred to most people. Right. He's a dumb fuck to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Same. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, the fact that his name's Oral is just too good, though. Yeah. That's fun. Um. I would like to say, if heaven exists, like we were saying earlier, he's just eating demon dick forever. Yeah, all day long, every day. And they're like, isn't it funny? That's your name. And then wait, wait. he made this whole false narrative about me causing jaw pain. Hey, Jerry, you got oral today? Oh, you lucky bastard. Oh, oh I've been waiting for him for a thousand it. years. Uh, he's coming to me one day. I know it. It's coming. There's a sign up. We got a whole... There's a whole oh shit! There's a sign up. I didn't fucking even know. Yeah. Can I, can I get bumped to the yeah. top, man? I've been waiting for a long time. Oral. You know what? I'll let you have some today. Oh, you're so. That'd be fun. Wait. Yeah, I know. People don't talk about how generous demons are. We're nice people. Let's just 
both fuck his mouth at the same time. <laughs> oh my god, that would be great. What did you say your name again was? He's, Donald Trump? He's going to hate that. I can't remember. Yeah, Donald Trump. Hey, how you doing? All right, Donald let's Trump. shove our dicks into his mouth. This is going to be good. going to be huge. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. Greatest forced blowjob ever. Greatest ever. By Oral. The greatest. And poor Oral, you know, he spent a lot of his time talking. He loved to top that 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 bullshit. And now he's spending eternity unable to talk because its mouth is just full, full of demon dick. cock. All sorts of dick. Yeah. And he's. Oh, is that? Are you speaking in tongues? I can't no. tell. <laughs> How does my dick taste, you fuck? <laughs> we'll never know, and it doesn't matter. Because what you say it doesn't matter. No. You piece of shit. The only good thing that I took from the research on oral was I was able to diagnose the corn dog demon that it's inside me, and I, I think I'm just gonna let him live there. Yeah. Sometimes they just leave out the asshole after a day or two. Yeah. Then it just pops back in through my mouth. <laughs> yeah. Like I see a black smoke, and it's like corn dog. <laughs> like yeah. All right. Yeah, let's go. We'll do this let's again. Let's get somebody. <laughs> Wiener Schnitzel in the drive-through alone. I go. We would like a bunch of corn dogs, like a ton. <laughs> yes, we would. Okay, like let's go, buddy. Like you guys are friends. Like we're in this together. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. We're skipping to the car. It's a great day. <laughs> Well, fuck, Oral Robbins, That's Roberts, what, what a crazy story, I liked it, um, this has been a kind of a unique one, fuck because it. clearly a con artist, but I also feel, you know, I try to be somewhat unbiased, obviously I will make fun of different figures that we've done in history based on actions that they've done, and of course, that comes subjectively, yeah. but at the same time, I still try to overall look at somebody and be like, yeah, they did great things, they had some shady shit, whatever. Yeah. This one, I mean, it's a con artist, so it's kind of hard not to uh, just belittle him the whole time. But I also get that he's religious as well, so hopefully people can take that and realize that, yeah, even though I'm not a fan of, you know, religion myself, it doesn't necessarily mean that I feel that way about everybody that is religious. Just uh, assholes like what? Yeah, being religious doesn't make you an idiot. Life no. is scary, and yeah. it's fine to believe in something, but when you exploit that that fear and say give me your money eh, yeah that's, that's fucked that's up just, that's bad form that's not a religious person that's a, that's an asshole con con exactly. artist who found a a, a hook a and dick. he used it and honestly i recommend yeah. looking at some of his healing videos on on youtube just because you you get a sense of, of a sense of his charm he's very charming he's very yeah. Uh, down home, personable. He laughs. He's he's not that handsome, but kind of handsome. You know, it's that whole thing where you're like, I get it, I get, I get why people are into it. But if it's a put on because he's a brilliant sociopathic con artist, or if he actually believed what he was doing until the money talks, I don't know. But yeah, I get it. It's an interesting American story. We're still dealing with the consequences of his greed. Thanks, Oral. Eat dick. Thanks, Oral. Eat dick. <laughs> you fuck. <laughs> you Cherokee wannabe fuck. I'm part yeah. Cherokee. <laughs> <laughs>
Whatever. Well, uh, yeah, thanks for listening to another episode. And make sure you tell, you're quarantined right now. So tell your husband, your wife, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, whoever you're living mm-hmm. with, your brother and sister, your family, tell them to listen to this goddamn uh, podcast because. They got time. Yeah. You're at home. Listen, it, learn some fun shit. It's, it's cool. Spread the word. And, uh, yeah, we'll go back to making t-shirts and hats again. Spread the word. Because it's been a minute. Give us your need money. need to make some more. <laughs> yeah, we'll, uh, we'll make some advertising shit if you want it. You can wear it around the house and advertise it to your neighbors yeah. six feet away. Hey, you can have, like, a nice little nighttime shirt. People time. Oh. Uh, we should make a specifically a nighty, like a night shirt. That shows Oral Roberts getting face fucked by a big demon cock. You go to bed in it. <laughs> yeah, it's really comfy. Um, it's part cotton. Oh, it's very soft. And <laughs> it's just some girl who's just you know in the dorm room being like, "This is the podcast I listen to. This is just one of my favorite. It's one of my favorite shirts to go to sleep in. Uh, machine wash safe. The uh, it won't wash. The <laughs> yeah. image won't wash off off. It's really great. And if you look closely, the barbs on the demon cock Mm -hmm. are very well detailed. It's a good shirt. Good podcast. Tell your religious friends. Or don't, if you're worried about it. (laughs) (laughs) People time. People time. Thanks for joining in. Hey, thanks again for listening to one of our podcasts. Be sure to catch our next one that's coming out. Thank you. People time. People time. Hey, click on the next one and subscribe. Bitch.